What's up, everybody? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 54. And first off, we definitely have to say oh, p- apologies, many apologies for missing two weeks of episodes, right, Ify? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, whew. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, it's been a run. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not, um, one one week is not our fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say that uh, a future guest um, canceled on us last minute, and then as we were scrambling, we kind of just like we spent all week trying to find somebody, and and then yeah, it just never never yeah, happened. It never happened after that. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we both have crazy schedules. Like, I mean, we were trying to squeeze it in as I was like going to a Knicks game and he's and going to bing bong like, land. Yeah, yeah, he's going to yeah. bing bong time. And you were like, you're going to be, you're going to be high off the bing bong. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, no. And then you ended up being a hundred percent right. Cause <laughs> after the Knicks game, uh, I ended, we ended up hitting a bar and yeah, see, I knew, I knew. Did y'all <laughs> win that game? No, man, they lost. It was terrible, dude. But like, I mean, I can't talk, I'm not going to talk about how I ended up in the Knicks game and all that stuff. But, um, I will say when stuff is free, oh yeah, you te- you tend to just go, and oh, you, there's yeah. no looking back after that. I'm looking at it. Y'all <laughs> barely lost too, so that was some energy. That was some energy. I mean, in the in the beginning of that in, in the beginning of that game, um, they were like getting blown out, yeah. and then and then um, they came back, and I was just like, oh snap, let's go, let's go. <laughs> nah. That's the worst is like, you know, like if you're getting blown out, just keep getting blown out. Don't come yeah, yeah. back. Get, and give, give you hope. hope. Yeah. Give you yeah. hope. Get you all hyped. That's like that's like you you play Apex and then you get to the you you, you get down to two to your people to your people on your squad. Right. Yeah. And you, find, you get down to the, the last circle and then you end up going against a, a, a squad of three and you take one down. But then the two kill you. Like, that's <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> like you clutch out all that time. You clutch out like 20 minutes of gameplay just to get capped up at the end. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not a good time, you know, but you, you know, it could be worse. You know, you could have been sitting there as a, uh, as a fan of the thunder watching the Grizzlies play and just, <laughs> I don't know. That's the biggest. I mean, not to turn this into a sports podcast, yeah. but knowing that is, this is the biggest, biggest NBA defeat. Like just that seventy. Oh, really? Point. That was that was yeah. the, of all time history. <laughs> yeah, all time, all time. Yo, no way. And, and OKC has players. Like I don't, I don't know if you follow like NBA like that, but like I, I like the NBA a lot. It's my my first sport. So especially because like you know this to me like you know I, I grew up playing basketball and it's got me into sneakers and that's how I ended up here, right? So I still pay attention to all like now being able for. NBA players to be able to just play uh, in whatever shoes they want to now was always just like blow my mind once it was announced. I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Then PJ Tucker became the king of sneakers all of a sudden. So that that it's crazy because like OKC does have players like uh, Sean Gildas Alexandra is mad nice. And for them to get blown out like that, <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude. So. And you, but you also went to a game too. Yeah, yeah, I went to the Clippers game, which and it was uh, Clippers versus the Pelicans. You know, I had courtside too. Yeah, we're pretty close to, to it. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, um, 
uh, Young Young TV's Carl Tart got season tickets. <laughs> and so he was like, this is going to be a low attended game. And what's cool is like when you season ticket holder and you, it's a low attended games. Yeah, they'll they, let you they, they, down. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll hook you up. And so there was a dude in a suit came by. It was real cool too. He's like, you a season pass holder? And he was like, yep. And he went in. And it was so funny because we'll talk like, yeah, we got good seats. But he had tickets in his hand. He looked at them. Uh-huh. And then he went and grabbed other tickets. So I was, like, I was like, oh, you ain't. I told him, I told Carl, I was like, you ain't bald enough to get whatever was in his hands. Yeah, for real? So I was like, I'm dying to know where those seats were that were in his hand because he looked at it. Because, you know, it could go either way. It could have been not that good uh-huh. or it could have been that it was it too been good. like, well, where, where where's Carl's seats? Is it like the lower level? Yeah, it's like it? the um, like it's it- it's like, OK, you see you. So it's behind one of the courts. Mm-hmm. And then you have like that level before it. Yeah. Uh, you have court side, but then I'm talking about that level before it and yeah. right at the front of the next level. It's pretty close. Like, um, okay. I, uh, I originally took picks at the first seats and then we got moved. I was like, well, no, let me take a pick here so I can send mm-hmm. you. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause I there, think I only saw the second pick. So yeah. I, I don't know how, yeah, I never post the first one. Cause I started yeah. to post the first one and that's when old boy came by and I was like, all right, um, <laughs> uh, let me, let me, let me wait. Cause this is about to be the one. <laughs> yeah. For me, we were behind the basket. So like, we can we can see one team really close. Like we can see one side very close. Oh yeah. So like when they when they're when they're when they're so you, going you to got the basket. Like court side, court side. Oh no, dude. We were like behind. Oh, it. oh we you mean behind, behind part? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to MSG, but like No, I need to I need to see a game there because I've never been to MSG. Yeah, we'll go to a game one day. But like the 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 way it's set up, the way MSG is set up is that it's it's like there's no real bad seat in there. So like mm-hmm. you're pretty you're pretty and I sh- like you'll be able to watch the whole game. Right. Yeah. But I've never sat behind a basket. So what, what what really happens there is that when the team when the when the action goes to the other side of the, the court, it's like you have to look up to know what, what's really going on because you can't see because of the backboard. You mm-hmm. can't see because like, you know, there's people in front of you uh, like, <laughs> yeah, the, court, like the players. In yeah, front of you. That you're, and what sucks is you're so close to what I feel like is the ide- ideal seating arrangement for basketball games is what mm-hmm. I like to call the 2K cam sitting. Yeah, exactly. Like where you're at the diagonal. The cam everyone mm-hmm. changes from, but like when you're sitting there, that's where you want to be. Yeah. If you get that diagonal because even though you... you but you, you want to be on the floor with that view. Yeah. Because like, if, you're, if you're right behind the basket... Like you can't like you can't see much yeah. and then you'll just see the the backboard like you, you the 2K view moves forward as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like if you're on the if you're closer and you're on the like diagonal, you're cool. But yeah. then I saw the truth where like the side is where it's at because, yeah, you're close and you're getting you're getting all that. Getting I was like, sides. oh, I'm yeah. I'm at the game. I was like, I yeah, feel yeah. like this is how close we sit at high school games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want that bleacher seat view. So like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny that we both went to basketball games. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I was high off the bing bong and yeah. uh, and we lost and the Knicks suck. But yeah. Um, but today we are going to divulge into yeah yeah re- yeah yeah you know we're we're coming off all yeah. this happiness to go into some shock it truly was like shocking you know yeah same uh, and definitely sad and heartbreaking because he just 41 you know like mm-hmm. that that is young and i'm obviously uh because you you know you see the title of the episode we're talking about virgil abloh 
uh, you know, uh, his his shocking passing. Like I truly, mm-hmm. you you were the first person to tell me because you sent the text and you said, yeah, and my phone was bugging yeah. as I sent that text. I saw, I think I sent it to you like two times, like in in order to send it to you. Yeah. But my phone was absolutely bugging. I don't know why. Um, so like I was like I put it in my sneaker group chat and then I put it in to to you and I went to you but it didn't go to my sneaker group chat and I was just like yo what the hell but I saw that and I was just like what like the last time that happened was Chadwick Boseman where it just pops up out of nowhere and you're just like whoa and then you kind of like reflect on what they meant to you like immediately like the same thing happened with me with Kobe where you just like I like had to like with Kobe, it was just like I had to like sit for like a hot second and be like, whoa. And the same thing with Virgil, because with Virgil, like I I, w- I wasn't necessarily following him from day one, but I grasped into how much of a of a a wall breaker that he was. I don't yeah. know if I'm using that right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he broke down walls. He, you know, especially in the space, and we'll get into it um in a big way because I, I feel like you know, before the um actuallyers and all this stuff, it was a lot of things that happened. There was a lot of movers and shakers that was making it happen. But there yeah. was a specific moment, I feel like, where it really was uh, imp- imp- impactful because, yeah. you know, on it was a one-sided street, high fashion and black culture where, like, right. people would get money. From from like you know selling records or whatever all that stuff, and then um, then they would go on and use that money to buy from these high fashion brands. Mm-hmm. But the high fashion brands never respected us, you know. Never you know really reached out to us. Never really emulated us. Yeah, I and, mean Dapper Dan is the prime example of that, mm-hmm. where Dapper Dan created all this dope stuff that uh, hip hop artists were wearing out of fashion like high fashion uh, prints and he ends up getting sued and raided and they use his styles to pro- progress their like Gucci used that yeah. all over print. Like, you know, so like, very like so corny, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, there was a lot of, you know, and obviously race is a huge factor in it. We've, I mean, we mm-hmm. saw it with the simplicity of Cristal, a brand that no one would care to drink a brand with, where no one would buy it. If it weren't for Jay-Z and then he goes to try and clown black people and now you can't even hear his brand being talked about as all at all, you know, yeah. like it, it just it's so funny. And as someone who like is like, you know, is, you know, breaking, breaking off a little bread and buying a lot of these and in a lot of places where a lot of these the culture is what moves it. You know, Vouv Cliqua is like everywhere because like rappers are talking about it. And, you know, and rappers. And then if you want to get really into the bones of rappers are talking about it because it's owned by Hennessy and then at the back. But, you know, that's that's all, you know, that's all when it comes down to it. But like. I got a bottle right behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> trust, trust me. He he does. It's big as hell. But no, yeah. No, all these, I do, I do. Though. Really? Oh, I don't see yeah. it. Just, I'll I'll show it to you. No, you don't. Have, I believe you. I, I thought you were joking because I thought you meant like right and visual. But yeah, no. And it's good. It's a really good champagne. I buy mm-hmm. it. It's hella expensive, but it's good. Um, but yeah, all that stuff we're buying. I mean, like, look at like you know George Clooney's tequila, the Casamigos. Like people right. talk. Like we move 
culture because we buy, you know, we we vote with our dollars a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, fashion was that one white bastion. Uh, and, and I mean that in every way. Uh, recently, the Gucci and Tom Ford was shitting on the House of Gucci movies because they right. didn't like it and all this stuff. And um, I... I can pull it up too because it was in my uh, cross promo. Promo. We talked about it on Maximum Film, um, mm-hmm. uh, and the the language she used to describe attractiveness. I was like, "Oh, this is just flat out racism." Here, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you the, the direct quote that um, that old girl from Gucci uh, was was saying, uh, and I was real hot. I, I had some hot words for her there. I'm gonna have it for her now. But Patricia Gucci criticized casting Al Pacino as Aldo Gucci, saying, "My grandfather was a very handsome man, like all the Guccis, and very tall, blue eyes, and very elegant." Now, where was the dog whistle in that sentence? <laughs> blue eyes, obviously. Yeah, yeah, blue blue eyes goes way back to you know, um, uh, let's let the 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 World War Two, uh, and 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 th- that's how they think. And you had this moment, and I keep mm-hmm. talking up to this moment, and I'm gonna actually hit on it. Uh, is that Paris Fashion Week photo? Yeah, you've definitely seen it. You definitely mm-hmm. know it. That was the moment everything changed. It was Kanye with the big briefcase. You had Virgil with the bubble vest. And what's crazy? This is this is very real. I'm tripping out because I just noticed that he's wearing the bubble vest. I've right. been wearing bubble vests all week, and not unbeknownst to this, but it truly feels like in a weird way I've just been kind of paying homage to this pick because I have like I have because my destiny raid jacket came with a vest like that and then i have mm-hmm. a um uh i think a north face one that i've been rocking and i've been so so i'm kind of tripping off of that but th- that aside this was the photo and i'm gonna be honest at the time niggas was like what <laughs> you know yeah it, yeah because yeah. it is some wild fits i will say yay had a clean fit yay had the clean fit yay is rocking something i would definitely wear till this day Virgil, his was a little more adventurous, but still pretty cool. We had the bright mm-hmm. yellows, uh, got the the pants was on with the blue, red glasses, a lot of poppiness. And then you had man next to Kanye. Uh, I wish they they named everyone uh, so I could give everyone their due. But if you know the photo, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he's He got the more classic fit. Then you had old boy to Kanye's uh, left. He, he, he Everyone was doing the bright colors. Then we got man's in the green jacket. With the leopard leopard print pants, boots, mm-hmm. and and then we had something a little closer to like Kanye's on the end, um, and that was like yeah, that was and it was right before the Comme de Garcon show in in Paris. It was it was truly groundbreaking because, unbeknownst to me, this is a mere um, the same year months after. Virgil Abloh and Kanye West became interns at Fendi. That was a thing I did not know. I mean, yeah, you told me that before this episode, and I was like, "Say word." Yeah. So, so, <laughs> they, so, so they were interns. At, so, like, really? But then, but what, that actually then now it just it just brought back to the Sway interview, the Sway interview where Kanye was going off. He did say. Because after after he said he said you don't know you don't have the answer sway he started rattling off of oh you haven't done this and you haven't done this and he does say you haven't interned at these big fashion houses and I just remember that after you telling me that 
Yeah, yeah. No, that's it, it's it's so wild to know that like it just kind of goes to the like, you know, say what you will about him. You know, it's been a rough couple of years for the real <laughs> Kanye stands, but he really did put in the work like, you know, and, and and truly like media will have you know or have you think yeah. that he just started doing clothes and he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he really tried to put in the work. He really met with these people, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I, I mean, I get that, but I also feel like, you know, media is going to always spend that stuff. Oh. The, the dude's been creating like, I like, cause you know, I, I, in the recent conversation, I was, somebody said like, Oh, I forgot. They said like, I don't know. Cassidy, uh, this is not what actually was said, but I'm gonna just paraphrase it and be like, Cassidy had people had people out here looking crazy with nines over their shirts, right? And yeah. I was like, Kanye had people crazy out here because, like, even if you look at the fits he was pulling off in his music videos and how fast people were just like, oh, I'm gonna rock that, I'm gonna rock double polo. Uh, uh, Hassan, uh, well, Hassan Minaj said it on his special, his his homecoming special, homecoming king special, that who he's like. I listened to so much hip hop that he was wearing double polos, one polo under the other because of college dropout. And I feel like since then, you know, you had the baby backpack that he used to put yeah. up, put out like, you know, like he was he he was always ahead of the game in terms of fashion. And I felt like, you know, he was slept on in terms of his own designs because he was always rocking other people's stuff first. And then once he started going into, you know, creating Donda and like putting in that effort to just be like, yo, I'm a, I'm a be high fashion. And I mean, he never said he was going to make it affordable. And I feel like I think that's one of the things that it is the disconnect. And especially because at that age, like at that and during that time, like a lot of people that was listening to his music, he they they were. We didn't have money. Like when you listen to college dropout, I'm pretty sure you did not have money. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I know. But yeah, so yeah, it, it is wild. And I and you know I did a quick read, and yeah, like bro went, you know, like like this was this was like he was popping. You know, like 2009. Like Kanye was good, you know, and he oh, just, yeah. and, and, but he decided to go and it was like an internship, like reading up. It wasn't like they, you know, internship and name only. And they just chilling. Like they were interning for these dudes. And he did indeed bring the leather jogger pants and mm -hmm. like say what you will about that interview with Sway and the jogger mm -hmm. pants and everyone was clowning him. Those were the biggest pants they still go on. Still, people still they wear still, them. Still, yeah. So it's like, it's like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, so this is the type of vision that they had. And that's just 2009. Yeah. You know, I also was crazy to me was how, how much, and like, I didn't know this until, well, I didn't really pay attention to this. I'm not big into high fashion until like, maybe until we started doing this podcast and, and I started versing myself and a lot of this stuff was, but like, but I was on clubhouse back in, in COVID days. Uh, which is probably coming back, but shout out to <laughs> shout out to, to Clubhouse during those times because it was popping. Yeah, the the I didn't know that the current the current names that are pushing the boundaries of fashion and and street culture all came from Donda. Like it's all Don C, it's uh, Jeremy Lorenzo, um, Virgil, and Kanye. Mm -hmm. Like during that that height of like 
all like the rip jeans are coming out like uh virgil had pyrex and he was pushing like like big typeface um clothing right this is yeah. before v loan became a mm-hmm. thing like i think like that it's 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 crazy because i've always thought i and i will always say this i think Kanye is a visionary. Yeah. And and I think that, that he's, a, he's also a visionary and a tastemaker, right? So whenever he comes in and he creates the landscape, then people continue to build up on it, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, how when Kanye came in and he dropped in with the Air Yeezy ones, right? How many how many brands were starting to copy that that model, right? Yeah. You had the Supras doing it, you had yeah, like, you know, and that was only off of mocks. Like it wasn't the shoe wasn't even out yet. And you had those supers out. Like, so I think it's he's definitely ahead of the game in terms of just like trying to bridge high fashion into street culture. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it truly is. Just just next next level and just coming off of that and then, you know, and I think what was also interesting about Virgil is like he was like tapped into both the music aspect of it too. Uh, and him being tapped in, I think, paid off in the long run, you know, because Off White blew up specifically because Beyonce wore the Off White, you know, gear in the Fill of Myself video. And then after that, it was history. After that, I'll, like, I didn't even know who made off white. I just knew it was the, the shit that I needed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's all I, I was like, this is, this is the, this is the new hotness. I need it. And then I got, then I got the information after it. And mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that was a big, that's mo- interesting. That's interesting. Cause what? like for me, I knew Virgil first and I'm, I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to talk ill of the dead, but at the beginning, I thought all his stuff was whack, right? And then, because, but, and my big hangup, and it wasn't, my big hangup was Pyrex. I I hated it. I thought it was all whack, right? And then, and I was just like, who wears this? And every, like, in New York, everybody was wearing Pyrex. Really? Everybody, everybody, dude, everybody. And so, Pyrex always had the the square shirt. It's a square. It's a shirt that said Pyrex on the top, Pyrex on the bottom, and yeah. then it had a big uh, square with lines going through it. And everybody wore it. And, and I was like, "Yo, this is whack! Like, it's just a, it's just." <laughs> I mean, I'm super. I, I mean, if people don't know my background. I'm, I I taught myself graphic graphic design, but I went to school for print and all that stuff. So I know a lot of this stuff. And so like, I'm looking at, I'm just like, yo, this font is like mad basic. He just took a font, threw it on it, threw some lines on it and is selling a shirt for like 50 bucks. And that's what it was to me. And then for, but for me, off white was something else. Like I, I didn't connect off white to Virgil. I only connect Pyrex to Virgil. And then once I saw what off white was, I was like, all right, I mess with this. Yeah. Wow. And then um, <laughs> there's 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 a. So have you heard of the Italian Supreme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it's the legal fake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, somebody did the same thing. Um, in Japan, with, right? No, no. With uh, in 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 Italy, but they're calling it Pyrex Original, and it's oh, basically. Yeah. The same thing as Pyrex Vision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these people are 
they're trying to any way to make a book, but I yeah. think it's like, yeah, that that they had a whole store, right? They have a whole store for um, Supreme. What is it? Real Supreme? What is it called again? Um, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. And it's all like same, basically the same clothes, but like it's like box logos and stuff like that. I saw, I saw it, and I was just like, "This is crazy!" Like, this is how copyrights, how copyright laws. I'm pretty sure somebody's yeah. taking our podcast and being like, you know, kind of like it'd be like my so, yeah, someone, first someone sneaker. got the the XL Pyrex Vision rugby <laughs> flannel. They threw it up 23 hours ago, Damn. and they want 2,500 for it. Wow. They're yeah. probably not going to get it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate the hustle. That's all I'm going to say. If, yeah. In, I mean, this, this is a moment, good way to yeah. transition. I mean, like, yeah. you know, we know we're going to go into, you know, the, the sneakers he dropped, we're going to go into off white, but you know, mm-hmm. that was kind of a short kind of bio that we kind of like stumbled through <laughs> as a, <laughs> as a group. Um, but just to kind of see the vision and kind of catch up anyone who ain't knowing, but yeah, we want to talk about this. I think we, I, I yeah, damn. We we were recording when um were we recording when uh, Doom passed? Yeah, that was our first episode together. We, that was yeah. the first yeah, that was wow. the first episode Full you circle. were on. Yeah, and then yeah. and we were talking about how the MF Dooms went for crazy bread, yeah. then, and then that was and and I was having trouble with the uh, with getting the the vinyls. Right now, mm. I have M Food. I have um um what's the one before M Food? Um, Gosh, why am I forgetting it? <laughs> Operation Doomsday. Yeah, Operation Doomsday. I got Mad Villainy, uh-huh. and um, and I think one more MF Doom one. So I don't it, think I'm gonna get all of them. I only I only have Mad Villainy. That's the only one I wanted. But I wanted like the special edition version of it, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get it. Uh, I think I would probably get Special Herbs yeah. one through five in the in the. That, 10, that's such a good vinyl to have too. Yeah. God, it just, looking at it, it just on. makes you feel so stupid. For not just copping back in early 2020, 2019, when it was like yeah. five, six hundred, especially considering <laughs> that I spend so much more on shoes that end up dropping to being lower than that. Ooh, <laughs> I will I mean, say, I listen, I told you, I gave up this. I'm just getting reps at this point. If I red, get a the, rep, if I get a rep pair of MF Dooms, I'm, I'm good. I just uh, stock X alert. The red cause just nosedived in a oh, really? big way. Yeah. They only want 170 for it. That's only 30 more than it costs. And I'm trying to decide, do I do it? Cause I don't, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, I'm, you don't have any of the blazers. Oh wait, you do. You have, yeah, yeah, I have the, right? I have the, I have the low grays. I have the low, um, clot Sakai joints. Yeah. But I'm talking about the blazers. What do you mean? Like the actual, like the oh the, the blazers. Cause, the, oh yeah, the, no, I have the, the low blazers. and then I have the high Sakai blazers, but I don't okay, have any okay. of the cause ones. And and like, I know it got me tripping, but also, yeah, the, I'm wondering what the what the move is here. I, w- I wish you everybody could see if he's face right now because the, the the look of contemplation is strong right now. Because yeah, I, I, <laughs> once again, I've made a few missteps like like we talked about with the sales, even though with the death of Virgil, they are now going for way more bread. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only bright side, even though that it, that is, to quote MF Doom's out mad villainy to try and like, <laughs> to see. the What makes me mad isn't the fact that it happened. It was the fact that when it hit me, 
I was like, oh, they probably going to try and charge dumb numbers, yeah. which was maybe halfway through that day. Mm-hmm. And checking that at that moment, halfway through the day to see people doing it. I'm like, y'all didn't even wait till, till the news even went a day before y'all rushed to your yeah. StockX accounts and raised the price up. Because that, that's what happened on the day that Kobe died where... I had a pair of Cal- Galaxy Kobe's up and I had them at like 300 bucks or something like that on GOAT. And I didn't really like pay attention because mm. I was just like reeling from hair. Yeah, and yeah. You were, you were taking in a death right. of one of the greatest athletes of our time. Yeah. And I would have just taken them off, to be honest. I wouldn't yeah. have sold them um, because then it's just not cool. But I had them up and the soonest it went up, the soonest, the soonest that. Uh, like the TMZ reported that it was true, my shoe was gone. I was just like, God damn it. And so like, <laughs> I was just there like, uh, yeah. Because it was going, it, like now I think they're, they're way more now. Especially yeah, 1800 right now. Yeah. So, I mean. But the last know. sale was 600, so. Size 14 though, size 14. Oh, size 14. And they were used. I wore them. I used to dance in okay. them at, at parties. <laughs> I used to dance in them. Bro said, I used to do my little dancey dance. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I used to, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to, you know, I pitched this idea before we started this episode, but I think uh, we should definitely use the format of our show to talk about our first pairs of off-whites. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me make sure I, I know the exact one because I will, I, I'm looking as well, uh, because, cause I got two kind of like, not necessarily back to back, but like close enough to where, like, I don't know which one I got first. Mm-hmm. So it also depends on when it dropped. Cause you know, they don't want to tell me when I bought it. Yeah. So this came out October 2nd, 2018. And this came out February 5th, 2019. So, okay, I got the Blazers first. Damn. Oh, man. Goat changed their website so we don't get descriptions anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, I can go first. I mean, I can go first since you're, you're, you're uh, you know. No, I got it. Oh, then- I got it. So, so um, first pair of off white, and I, I want to say this was destined to be right. Uh, were the Converse off whites the the not the the seventies high off whites, the one with the stripes on the bottom, the white ones. Uh, Converse, I saw this is the description. Converse and Virgil's uh, at Virgil Abloh's off white teamed up once again to release. The Converse Chuck Taylor All-Star 70s High Off-Whites. Jeez. This canvas model served as a follow-up to Abloy's first Converse collaboration that was part of the 10 collection. While the all-white canvas upper of the Converse Chuck Taylor All-Star 70s High Off-White draws similarities to the to classic non-collaborative colorways, there are many points of differentiation. Differentiation. To start, <laughs> the the black and white caution tape theme midsole nods to one of Off White's key design motifs, 
next off-white uh, trademark for Converse's Chuck Taylor All-Star Malden, uh, Massachusetts, USA, 1977, is screen-printed on the inside medial panel of the upper. To round out this off-white Chuck Taylor, a modified star patched appears on the ankle and signature orange zip tie is hooked to the laces. The Converse Chuck Taylor uh, All-Star 70s High Off-White originally released in October of 2018 uh, and also was restocked in April of 2021 at retail of $130. And your boy, one day... While just perusing on the internet as I do during work, while I was not 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 now. If anybody listens that I work with, I don't do that now. But as <laughs> but, but good I was save, working good at save, bro, they totally <laughs> believe it. I was working at DCV at the time, making a little bit of money, um, and I was looking on the internet. I was looking on. I think I was just like for weird reason. I was looking through Nike.com, and then at like ten o'clock. They just dropped these on the website and with no announcement, no nothing. And I clicked on it and I checked out and that was it. It was crazy. Like I was like, this is for real. I thought I was being punked because this was like. I was like, yeah, this is crazy. And also I did. I wasn't working at DCB. I was definitely working at MTV at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. You know, that's yeah. uh, that's uh, that's that's wild. This um, is after taking so many L's on the 10. I, the, oh, yeah. When the 10 dropped. Oh, my God. Yeah, mine is the exact same. Like I'm talking about back to back L's with the 10. And um, and this was surprised me. Yeah, I didn't, I d- almost didn't believe it, but it was the off-white blazer mid All Hallows Eve. They had the oh, black. Oh, you got those? And then, yeah, I got the, got the uh, beige and orange ones. It goes, the off-white blazer mid All Hallows Eve showcases a seasonally appropriate orange swoosh atop a pale vanilla base. The yellowish tan hue extends to the exposed tongue, foam tongue, and rubber midsole with the signature zip tie in blue adding a contrasting contrasting a contrasting pop of color Virgil Abloh's signature lines of text register and appearance on the medium side quarter panel and uh yeah that that I I for me it was like I just put in I put in the draw and it was definitely one of those ones we've all done this where you put it in the draw and you're like well let me just put this in the draw even though nothing's gonna happen and it it I hit and I remember I was I immediately the I on DS those so quick because you got to remember at this time it was hot you know it was it was like it was flaming hot uh, the um, the uh, off whites so you knew if you stepped out in these you were going to turn heads mm-hmm. so I wore these I even uh, anything anything off white and like two for like the. It was like three years. Was as soon as you walk. Well, actually, still till now, people yeah. still stop you. I know, and even uh, like at that point, I already gotten got uh, by that fake store. Which you know, who knows? At this end, at, th- at this point, it it passes all the fake checks. So uh-huh. who knows? It might it might have been uh, a real. You know. Well, listen. I mean, oh, well, I'm not gonna go into this tangent, but I, I will come back. We're gonna put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can keep going. But yeah, so so I not only did I have the off-white hoodie, mm-hmm. I had the off-white kicks to go with it. So it was just yeah. the killer combo. You you never you didn't see me not wearing one without the other. So that was that was it. You know, I I, I did that. I was real hyped. <laughs> I was real hot for him. Yeah, I know. I just the words are just sticking together as I'm trying to say it. Oh man, I think like yeah, the, during that time, like that stretch, I, and and taking all those L's for the ten, I I was pretty much like I kind of gave up and be and being. I was in that like phase of being like, man, this is all over hype shit. Like, I just, yeah. like you just start getting mad because you can't get it. You're just like, oh man, fuck this shit. You know, what yeah, I mean? like. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and then and uh, and when I got these, I did, and I don't know if you had the same existential crisis, and so I'm curious to know. But did you fight yourself to take off the tag or leave the tag Ooh. on? Well, like I, 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 I well, was. First, you do you remember this was a thing, right? For like months and years. To cut the tag, don't cut the tag. Everybody's asking questions on the internet. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> so for the longest, I mean, because remember, this is like, gosh, I, I don't want to say early into the sneakerhead game because it's been a couple of years by this point, maybe like mm-hmm. you know, a, a handful. But like this, the that was like my first like really hyped get. Mm-hmm. On the point, and there's that element, and also I grew up in LA, and we are strong believers of um, of like keeping that tag on the fitted yeah. and all that. So, oh, the fitted, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you keep that little like the um, new era, yeah, sticker, new era. yeah, yeah that I hate was a, that because you yeah. get once you take it off, finally, or if, if yeah, once yeah, it comes off, you, it, you get yeah. that circle, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was I. Like I was truly having the hardest time, but I would just keep it on. But what I would do is I just changed the placement of it mm-hmm. so that it was further down the laces so that it was sat more flat because mm-hmm. when it was higher up, it was just going around. And then like I unearthed them not too long after. And that's when I started taking the tag off. I was like, no, I, I can't be having this shit hit everything while i'm trying to (laughs) i'm just trying to walk around i need i need i need something i need i need it gone i need (laughs) i'm uh i and i have all all my off-whites have their tags on them and they will stay on them yeah really i have a trick so they don't swing around you put them through the hoop no what? You can't you can't unclip them. So how oh, are you gonna do that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, what you do though, though, is you tie it so that when you what do you do? Well, okay, because the first time I did it, I'm trying to remember how I do it now. So like, yeah, so you put it through the hoop as you're going up, and I put it up towards the top, um, mm-hmm. like close to the ankle, wherever your ankle hole is, right? That top eyelet. And yeah. then I put it close to it. And then so whenever I tie it or tie it tight, it just hits that. It just goes into that like circle. So then it doesn't really move. It just stays there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> you know, you got to You got to try it. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna, to yeah. put you through. I mean, what but, was the what was the here? I found the pick the first unleashed. I unleashed them out because when it went. Yeah, this must have. Wow. How quickly did I get these Johns? Because, yeah. Okay, they dropped the 
the third. And here's me posting them on October 8th. I, I wore them as soon as I got them. Because and, and the tag is still on them. But yeah, now I just kind of, yeah, it, like the tags just bounce around too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Mm, just ready, ready with ready. the cream hat, the uh-huh. cream hat. And your boy is definitely about 30 pounds lighter. I was definitely feeling uh, myself in another degree. We getting back there, though. I mean, I got to get there. there. I got to get there. Um, Yeah. I mean, though, it's crazy that like. To me, so what I think was captivating for me is the graphic design aspects Mm -hmm. of what Virgil put into his off-white creations. And I feel like and I I talked to you about this before the episode as well. Like, yeah, I think he was our generation's Andy Warhol. And to be honest, if you think like the way we broke it down, do we like it's a it's possible that that whole um, group of Donda is like current day and age. um, What's the group? What's that 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 group that Andy Warhol created? Oh, I um, I I I don't know what you're referencing. But oh my god, it has like a jo- uh, uh, Basquiat and yeah, I know, I know, I know of the group. I don't know the name. Forgot it wasn't the Breakfast Club, is it? No. Uh, I was gonna say Velvet Velvet Underground. No, that's not it. <laughs> I want to say it's the Breakfast Club. Wasn't it called the Breakfast Club? But uh, I mean, like, I think like I don't know if you know like that history. And how Oh, the, are you talking about the factory? No, that's the place that they were in. Okay. I, I, somebody's going to tell us in the, I'm going to get lambasted in the comments right now with yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just like there, the, that group was like the art trendsetters sent trendsetters, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I definitely, and I feel like, yeah, it's very like uh market had a dope shirt that was like, it was like Kanye's graduating class and it had mm-hmm. like Virgil, Murakami, Salahi, and all of them, and then like said what they went on to do. Yeah. And, I, and that's really when it hit home for me, just how they, they kind of were the tastemakers. And when you see like how like they went over, you know, they were students of the game. They went over, learned it, and just like had it, had it going. So, so yeah, I, I, I would say it's akin to that. You know, I'm sure art collectors have another group of people they see, but I think for, you know, the mm-hmm. street wear sneaker culture, like, yeah, hundred percent. Oh be, yeah. They like, they're all the way that they all came from the same place and they are all shaking up the sneaker world from their different corners is, is kind of beautiful. <laughs> you know, straight <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. And I mean, like a lot of them have like, look, like Don C had his own air Jordan two, which mm-hmm. goes People buy, spend hundreds and hundreds of trying to cop those as well, you know. And then you have uh, Jeremy, Fear of God. Yeah, Fear of God going crazy with their. They even had their own shoe model. And so, like, yeah, 
what was most uniqueness, the most uniqueness about Virgil. And I feel like I don't understand why people hated on this when they first came out was that he was at, he was the first designer to actually deconstruct the shoe and do what he wants with that model. Right. Yeah. Nobody was doing that before that. Like, yeah. Nobody touched the shoe like that. Nike was like, all right, pick some colors, put some materials on it. That's it. You're good to go. All right. Next shoe. You know, like that was like to me, like seeing that to see like, yo, this dude just flipped the tongue inside out and put it back on it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. And I've had homies be like, I don't like it because like this is a specific homie. I said uh-huh. homies, but a specific homie said, I don't like it because he designs shoes. He's like, because as a shoe designer, it just looks like an incomplete shoe. I can't turn it off. I'm like, that's fair. And that's but that's exactly what he's going for, which is yeah, why it's that tight. Was the, yeah, exactly. That was the design. Like, you can't be like, no, I don't. That It's an undesigned shoe because it looks undesigned. No, that is the design, you know? Well, like I feel like heels. it's fair to say, like, because, like, it just triggers this feeling of unfinishedness yeah. because I work on it. But, yeah, there, there. I feel like, you know. But I also feel like it didn't. It didn't. Because, it, like, it's not falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's still, it's literally put deconstructed and put back together right and i feel like a lot of people forget that the book put back together part is there they just look at it and be like all right it's just a deconstructed shoe but this deconstructed shoe was is everywhere you know when it comes to the air jordan one like that air jordan one one is copied like crazy right like mm-hmm. and then on top of that like he was able to be like yo i'm gonna take the swoosh and i'm, I'm gonna take it outside of the mm-hmm. shoe you know like I think it's he I will say he is a visionary. I feel like he he like I, I tweeted this out, you know, follow me on Twitter. The yeah. the I tweeted out, you know, he was a person that was able to break uh, walls in any creative facet that he touched, you know, and I think that it was a testament because like, I mean, it makes sense. Like if you think about it in the long run, it makes sense because he didn't let anything stop him. Right. Mm-hmm. He knew, I guess, you know. You live life at the edge when you when your life when you have your life cut short. So you're just gonna be like, you know what? I'm no. Ta- there is no no. I already got the no. There's no. Yeah. You know. It was speaking of which. Yeah. Um. You probably. It seems like you know this. Yeah. How long has he been battling cancer? I wouldn't know. I just oh. think like. Well, you know what? Cancer is tricky. I mean, I, li- I live most of my life in in the hospital, not because I was there, because my mom worked there, but. Um, Cancer is tricky because it can just pop up and you just be like, oh, you got five days to live. Like that's, you know, like you can yeah. fight it for as long as, as possible. You can do the treatments and, and all that stuff. But cancer yeah, they're is saying, tricky. They're saying it's more than two years. So the yeah. past two years, he's just like, yeah, going balls to the wall, you know? Yeah, because he's he's like, if you look at the span of work in two years, it's crazy because mm-hmm. he's putting out stuff. He's putting out. He's even putting out stuff. But like now, like he's putting yeah. out those those blazers now, even though I don't like them. Yeah, and they look like f- scuba gear. He's putting out blazers, a pair of uh, midtowns, the the uptowns with the strap, the mids. Um, yeah. 
then he has a whole new line of Louis Vuitton coming. Like probably has like three lines of Louis Vuitton, right? Four, yeah. five, maybe. Um, so yeah, I think it's is it, crazy that like one is crazy because he was able to be that that person of color to jump into old white man industry and be like. Nah, this is what we're going to do. And I mean, that's even relevant in the sneaker world, too, because how many white people are sitting at the top being like, I don't know about that, you know? So, yeah, I know. And it it really like, yeah, it's one of those things. Here's the thing. And this is always going to be true, especially about fashion, Mm -hmm. period. And I think we've touched on this in um, on the show multiple times. But if you are pushing the limits, you are going to have people clowning. You're going to have people hating on what you're doing. You're going to have, and you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Like everyone's not, everyone's going to fuck with the vision and that's fine. But it's like, if everyone's agreeing with what you're doing, you're not doing anything wild. You're not doing anything unique. And, you know, you want to like, you know, be like, oh, he just throws uh, his, his, um, Text on it. His, his, it. his X or the or the uh-huh. uh, quotes on it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what you call branding and a signature. You know, like mm-hmm. like it's like it goes beyond that. But you know, y'all not not too many people, you know, fuck with that or not too many people want to ride with that. But at the end of the day, you talking about it. At the end of the day, when you see that, you know who did it. So that is as that I think at the end of the day is a goal everyone's trying to achieve with their yeah. art, with their fashion. It's like you knowing that's me. If if someone like if if someone if I someone wears a fit and someone looks and goes that oh that's an iffy fit that has to be inspired by iffy mm-hmm. then you've you've succeeded beyond something anyone will do you know exactly versus yeah. you know fitting in into a way that everyone's like oh that's a cool fit but they couldn't tell you you know who did it you know so yeah. so that uniqueness that like you know a lot of people feel like that you know. The uniqueness of being not even being the first person, but being recognized as like that is what you've did or done. Yeah. And that is transcended through time and life. Like, yeah, that's that's what's always going to be there, you know? Yeah. No, it's it, it's uh, it's it's dope. And what, what were you saying? The Were the off whites you got? You said the Chucks, right? Yeah, the Chucks. That's my first one. Uh, well, you know, one thing we were going to do, but we're going to cut super short because we're getting close to it on time. Mm-hmm. Was I was going through Complex did a list, a ranking, all the off white sneakers. And I, I was going to spend so much time being mad about this because I think it's their worst one off rip because we like complex here but yes yeah, no, complex <laughs> is the homie and honestly it's not complex it's you know you know my man matt welty and all and once oh, again it's man, opinion not welty it, it, it's all opinion so like you know you ain't a bad person <laughs> i just disagree with you and the thing i disagree with him is out of 63 that was the bottom rank 62 is the chucks uh-huh and it, the reason was like Ablo's first take on the Converse Chuck uh, Taylor from his original The Ten Collection is one of the most impressive shoes in his body of work. It was one of, if not the most difficult shoe to manufacture and suffered delay due to the process it took to make the see-through sneaker. His second take on the Chuck and Taylor was drastically different and didn't live up to the high bar set by its predecessor. It was a simple canvas pair of Chucks with off-white branding, not a bad shoe, but not a special one. They also released multiple times, which led to them not feeling as precious as the other ones. Uh, and the thing uh, with this shoe is it feels a lot more like a pair of off-white sneakers than Ablo's thought-provoking work on Nike models, which put sit near the bottom of the list. 
the one th- reason, so so this is this the one you have, the one with the stripes? Yep, that's the one I have. Yeah. That's, the, that's the first. This pair, one yeah. I I I disagree with because like those, you know, I mean, this is hard to say because all of his, you'll know they're off white, but yeah. with his is the stripes. It just screamed off white with the stripes and the orange. Like I'm like that's that is the off white mashup with this one. Sure. I also think just like the simplicity of it makes it stand oh, yeah. out more, right? Yeah, and 100%. Then, to me. Like this list, even though it is bad, I will say because how you have the both mercurials coming out on top of it when they are literally simpler than the the chucks the chucks that that are that yeah <laughs> yeah I know it's it the mercurials were the big pass for me and because I, know, they, I don't know I if everybody knows your take on the on the vapor street whatever these running oh, shoes oh yeah I, 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 they they they're running shoes even though like everyone's like and now I'm I'm losing the 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 hill that I'm dying on because <laughs> the new ones he has has the same spikes on them yeah. so now he's he's like nah bro you were supposed to wear these but I. The, just a little too wild. This this was the you know, but it doesn't green. seem comfortable, and that's what I told you because we saw a couple of people wearing them in at Complex Con, yeah. And I was like, these do not look comfortable. Like you're on spikes, like yeah, and you're pushing them down. You got and you're and and you're, these are not supposed to be like worn down to the bottom because if they do, then you lose stability. Yeah. So so then uh, then another one I own at forty are the Air Max nineties. Uh-huh. He goes a black and white Air Max uh, 90 from Virgil Abloh and Nike. Of course, people would like them. Not daring, but solid all around. You see a lot of people wearing these, and that's a good thing. Brooks Copa wore them to play the tour championship complete with golf spikes. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're like, it, to me, it just feels like, you know, kind of uh, when your boy was on and complaining about people talking about the culture. Like, mm-hmm. it really feels like it's looked at under this lens. Because yes. also, like, I one thing I did kind of like, buck at against the the chucks was he was like and then they kept re-releasing them so it wasn't as special it was like no i don't like when people get mad at re-releases <laughs> yeah exactly it's, because that's just you mad that you can't have like the most expensive it's like is this sneaker still dope if if everyone has access to it because then that's a dope sneaker yeah. if the sneaker is tight because not that many people got it that isn't a tight sneaker right that's so then at 32 he got my uh my all hallows eve uh, Virgil Abloh's take on Blazer is fun. His love of skateboarding is well known, and it felt like his most obvious tribute to his initial Nike work. He sent Eric Costin a pair of the Blazers from the 10 to skate in. With the sneaker being a hit, it's no shot that Abloh will go and do more colorways of the Blazer design. This time, Halloween. Black, white pair, tan, orange pair. Which pair is better? Uh, depends on who you ask. And then, then I'm, I want to <laughs> see the number one, and I swear to God. If the number one are the Chicago's. Oh, wow. He got the sale at 20, which is my favorite. 24 is the Nike dunks, the lows, the two through 49. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I did totally skip your last (laughs) cop of his. Yeah. So which one is yours? Because it seems like two through 49. Yeah, I have three. So like he just lumped two through 49 because one and 50 Mm. are like the two most different looking out of. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then he has the sale fives, which we both have. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. twenty. Then we're gonna go. Then he, yeah, yeah, fifty of fifty. He got at eighteen, and then mm-hmm. one of fifty. He got at. Uh, that was such 16. a pain in the ass. I, I just just want to talk about it before we <laughs> <those> dunks. <laughs> it never really dropped. It never. It was like some weird hacker shit you had to do to get it. <laughs> I hated that. Let's so, keep uh, so there's people. So there was a, a, a article about it, and apparently the people who got them 
were the people who took L's on off-white stuff. Really? And that's what they were saying, yeah. Okay, so, I'm not mad at that, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at that. Um, then he put the Jordan 2 lows at 12, which I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, he spelled it Joden. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure did. <laughs> uh, no, UNC off-whites at 10. Yeah, I mean... I hate Come to admit on. it, but it is a top 10, but I don't think if, I don't think you should throw all of these up here. Hold the goddamn phone up. He gave the Prestos the one, at least it wasn't the, the Chicago's, which I feel like were the, the easiest one. Right. But the Prestos, the Prestos are legit. My favorite. Yeah. They, they like, I, that's, yeah. I can't deny that. I can't this deny is, that one. That is the I'm best I'll let one. you know. And I guess I'll let all our listeners know. This was the first shoe I looked for a rep of. and that's how i ended up with god killer and that's how i showed people who god killer were yeah was um it's because of this shoe it's because i wanted this shoe so goddamn bad that i was like i need to find a way to not pay seven hundred dollars for these and i gotta wait damn near a decade before you even start thinking about that shoe anymore because the 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 skyrocketing prices which like yeah we've we've been talking about it we we it's it's so hard to cop on StockX, everything's weird. And the the past few times I went in mm-hmm. high, expecting it to go higher, and it went low. Mm-hmm. With the SB Dunk unicorns, I bought at four hundred. They dropped to three hundred. Now they're at three forty two, and I knew, which is why it sucks. Luckily, the ones that I did buy, the ones that weren't released yet, the Banshees, yeah, I bought at the same price four hundred, and now they shot up to seven hundred. There you go. Actually, I didn't buy it at 400. I think this is me. I bought it at 380. Okay. And I did, and I will say, you'll be proud of me. I did what you, uh, what you said, where I just, well, kind of like for. what we, I paid 385. No, no, I'm just, yeah, you say like, like so, you, so, so, how much you feel you would pay for them. Yeah. And so I put it there and I left it uh, and waited for the highest, uh, for, for the people to come to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it worked. They, they, I was able to get it for that low. And now I should have it tomorrow and you'll see it on my uh, Twitter next to my (laughs) unicorn box right there. And technically I didn't spend 400. I bought three, I bought it for 395, the white ones. Mm -hmm. So I bought them within $10 of each other, which is fine, I guess. Well, no cops for me. I've been broke, broke, broke. So (laughs) here's the thing. And this is, this is what I want to end uh, this episode on. Yeah. I'm doing something pretty wild pretty wild next year um butch by the way i i did get like cock blocked on the billionaire boys club uh complex con ones oh yeah 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 because i um i got them they made it and um they went ahead and said that they were fakes so oh man so i i i did not uh end up getting to to get it because they 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 were fakes um but yeah, uh, next year, damn, everything went silent in my house next year. <laughs> Cause you've making a statement right now. Um, I'm a, I'm, I don't think I'm buying sneakers. I'm holding off for a year. Oh man. Because, you know, just like all these corny sites are, I'm going to stop buying these sneakers to get ready to start buying a house. There you go. I will say if, however, you see a variety or deadline article come out with my name on it, 
the deal is off. Because <laughs> I got the bread. I'm back. I'm back. I'm well, back. Well, oh, what, what if what if what if this podcast takes off and we write we 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 got our own show. We doing we doing live we doing live stuff. I mean, yeah, you then, back? I'm, then I'm back, man. I'm back. We got the hookup. People just like, yo, pull up. All you got to do is come to the front of the line. Yeah, hold on. I got a John Cena <laughs> is on a following spree right me right now. He's not following you. Well, we're about to see. I'm telling Hey, John Cena, don't forget about me. <laughs> I'm gonna see if he. Let's see. Let's see if I get that follow. Um, while you do that, I did want to say, when I first started this podcast, one of my goals was to get Virgil on an episode, mm. and it makes me sad that it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, you make these like, I, I don't really get hit by too many celebrity deaths, only when I have these like interesting silent agreements in my head. Because, you know, my career and getting to meet people in my career, there's always people that I'm like, oh man, I can't wait till I bump into them. I can't wait till I right. see them. I can't wait. And definitely with the shit that I'm into and the shit that I do, I definitely had that spot that I was like, I'm a, I'm a try and act like I've been here when I bump into Virgil, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to dap him up and say how he inspired me. And I think I feel the exact same way where I'm kind of bummed out that I'm uh, not going to get to do that. So I think it goes without saying, and I think the perfect way um, to say, but along with wearing your kicks, uh, make sure you appreciate those around you while they're sure. around. Uh, and, you know, really support, like, I think the best way you can honor his memory is if there's someone doing something dope, mm-hmm. artistically, clothing wise, creatively support that person, support that person. Because, you know, I would love everyone to have their art be seen the way that his art has been seen with the little time we have on this earth. Exactly. Uh, um, that's what I do. You know, I've like, you know, I got my friend, I got friends. Like you, like if you were put on a show, I wouldn't ask you for a ticket. I always be like, yo, I'm going to just come through, show the support. Whenever you stream, I always pull up. Like, you know, if you have people that are trying to do stuff, and even if they're like a small view, like small, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like what really matters is that you help them get to where they want to get there because they're going to help you get to wherever you want to go. Like support, support. Uh, I've always was big on that. You know, I always show it. And it took me a while to realize that um, the people who you doubt the most are the people who are going to get farther. So why not yeah. just join them on the journey instead of being a hater? So Ew, I like <laughs> that. I like that. All right. Well, you know, with that, I think we just go ahead and say it. Um, I was going to say we should end it with, you know, rest in peace, Virgil, man. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so. All right. Rest in peace, Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil. <laughs> Peace, man.